Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Uh, right now we are talking about the presidents of universities. What has happened to universities? How did we get to this? And I was asking you for your help. You know, um, we've got three Ivy League universities answering questions in, con- in Congress yesterday to uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik and uh, MIT, Harvard and Penn State University all saying that ge- calling for genocide is not bullying, it's not intimidation, it's not racist, if it's in context. So it might be that I'm, you know, maybe the five-year-old in my brain is just not understanding in what context genocide is okay. So I thought, well, let's call up somebody who's clearly much smarter. And uh, joining me right now is Professor Daniel Chamovitz, who is the seventh president of Ben Gurion University of the Negev. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, good morning. I don't know if I'd give me the credit of being much smarter, but I'm happy to be with you. Thank you very much. We are very grateful to have you with us. I think the intellectual property of this entire building has gone up a few hundred percent. Um, Professor, in what context do you think genocide would be uh, calling for genocide would be acceptable? Of course, in no context would be calling for genocide be acceptable. And actually. <laughs> At a certain level, my heart goes out to those three presidents because I have absolutely, positively no idea what was going through their minds when they said such, excuse me for saying this on the radio, stupid things. Um, they were obviously being controlled by a group of lawyers who were trying to understand some protection, which I can't understand. I know some of them personally. They are not anti-Semitic at a personal level, but what they just said is completely unacceptable. It's completely ridiculous. Um, there is no context where calling for genocide is, is acceptable on campus. And more importantly, and this is what I said in an article that I published a week ago, while we can argue over the legal limits of free speech, and it changes from country to country, This does not give a university president, though, a free pass of saying what they think about what is being said. So while, according to the American Constitution, it may be legal to call for genocide, that doesn't give any president a free pass from saying we will not allow that type of speech on our campus. There's a difference between law, what's legal that you can be prosecuted for, and what is acceptable by the bylaws of a university. For example, we, we know we cannot have sexual harassment. We can't make sexual comments. We cannot insult someone's views. You can be fired for these things, not because it's illegal, but because it goes against the bylaws. It goes against the accepted practices of any organization, as for Harvard or Penn or MIT. And these presidents just went completely overboard. They were just... It's it's completely unacceptable. Do you find it's very challenging environment to be in because we're living in a world where everything is grey? One of my interviews earlier this morning, um, it was also about a, a talk at a university, and the guest said that the talk or the panel was resolved in that everybody's right, everybody's wrong, and they just ha- and everybody just needs to find ways to work together. Can we live in a world where it's just grey? I mean, do we not have right and wrong anymore? Of course we have right and wrong, and of course we have to be able to appreciate grey. The fact that we appreciate grey doesn't mean that there aren't truths and facts. Um, yes, there are to be different 
politicians, but we can agree on what the facts are. So, no, we're not in a post-war. I, I refuse that. Actually, I think the pendulum is, sw- is swinging back. If we look in academia, field of uh, the social sciences and humanities, there had been a shift in the idea that everything is right and all, all, that my opinion is as valid as your opinion. We started seeing that during the COVID pandemic where some people say, well, you can't tell me that, it, that, that vaccinations work because I believe that they don't and my belief is as good as yours. No, that's not true. You cannot say that. That is um, not only wrong, it's dangerous. The same thing with... Um, we can debate about the roots of the Arab-Israeli um, uh, conflict. We can debate what we think is the right of the Arab-Israeli conflict. But we, in no world, murder is rape, is mutilation, is torture of civilians considered an acceptable form of resistance. Hmm. So, yes, there are truths. Well, we, we and I think that you know, if and I think where 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 these truths or mis or or fake truths move into anti-Semitism is when the definitions are only used for Jews, because we see a lot of things. You know, if we see right now what happened at the UN Women's Conference, only when it came to Jews and Israelis were they having trouble condemning rape. That's what makes it anti-Semitism. So how, look, that is, this is such a huge topic and this is something that we're obviously going to be talking about for years to come because it's what starts with the Jews never ends with the Jews, right? The racism that starts with us will always spread to other communities. You can right. bet your bottom dollar on it, just like we've told in every generation they're going to come for you. We thought that it ended with the Holocaust. It did not. This generation We've got it back. Um, unfortunately, and it looks like um, we are running out of time. But um, Professor Chimovitz, how do you, um, as the president of Ben Gurion University of the Negev, what are your policies in terms of, you know, racism and, you know, hate speech? Oh, sure. That thanks for the question. Um, there is a zero tolerance policy for racism and hate speech. We actually have a a traffic light mechanism of red, yellow, and green. Actually, my vice president for diversity is Professor Sarab Abu Rabia, who is the first Bedouin female professor in Israel. Um, Muslim, of course. Um, and she helped me develop this. She has a very clear understanding. Now, we have to understand that, especially among young people, they don't always understand what limits are. And we also have an educational moment while they're at university. I actually played back for her the the testimony of these three college presidents. And I said, how would this come out in at Ben-Gurion University? And she said, red, red, red. They would be suspended for what they said. Absolutely. And that is where we leave it. Thank you very, very much for your time and uh, for just sharing your knowledge with us and your experience. Thank you very, very much. That is Professor Daniel Chamovitz, who is the seventh president of Ben-Gurion University of the Negev.